All right, we got an impromptu little podcast going here. Um, we're just going to apologize right off the bat. If there's any crunching and munching happening, that's because we are currently eating dinner, but we were getting into a conversation that was too good to pass up. Um, so to caveat this and kind of start the show off, um, this idea I got from listening to the Saturday Saturday Night Rewind podcast. Owen... <laughs> Um, I would take his collar off too. <laughs> Poor guy. Sorry, boy. I love you. But anyway, um, I got the idea. Not the idea because it's not my idea, but um, and somebody's probably done this before. But I got the idea from Saturday Night Rewind podcast, and um, they were just talking about their video store experience, like rentals and stuff like that. Um, and what were like mainstays and things of that nature. Um, but one of the top or one of the discussions they got into was what would your top five like movie shelf recommendation picks be? So like if you've ever been to a video store, which a lot of you probably have, um, they would always have like a staff recommendations shelf um, that would be each staff member would pick out their, like, five movies that you need to see or that they would recommend no matter what to anybody. Um, so we're going to play that game because I really liked what they did with it on theirs. Um, so I, Zach's already heard mine. Yeah. I have only heard two of his, so I'm really excited to finish. But he said that mine were solid. And I mean that, that means a lot to me because... I take Zach's opinion on films and, like, the things I like. If he likes them and he thinks they're cool, I feel cool because <laughs> he's cool, you know? So that made me feel really proud that he was like, wow, I dig your selection. I thought it was a good mix. It's a it's eclectic <laughs> little selection, and I think that's what's important. Um, and, uh, and you guys will get to hear that in a second. Um, one last thing before we get into it. Um, definitely check out Saturday Night Rewind because it's a really good podcast done by the people who run uh, Fright Rags, the horror-themed TV shirt company. Um, TV t- Horror-themed t-shirt company. That's what I was looking for. Um, it's run by them, and they just have really good chemistry, and it's a, it's a good listen, so definitely check them out. I'll, uh, I'll type the name below. I don't know if I can link it necessarily, but I'll definitely type the name. So without further ado... Um, Bay, why don't you kick us off with your first pick? There's no order, just your first okay, pick. Okay, we're just going to bounce back and yeah. forth. Okay, sweet. So these are in no order, like he said. So this isn't, like, my number one. So when he asked me, I really thought about this. So my picks aren't necessarily... Like, they're some of my favorite movies, obviously, like, ever. But they're not, like, my favorite movies. They're, they're movies I pick specifically because... If you threw any of these movies on in a room of, like, a ton of different people, people that don't maybe even like horror, they're going to fucking enjoy these movies. So that's why I picked it. I didn't pick it. Like, because these are my top five films ever. No, it's, like, these are staples, which if you haven't seen any of these, like, shame on you, like, honestly. Definitely do so. Um, Definitely do so. And, like, that's how I feel. So without any order, the first one I said was Zombieland. Okay. Zombieland is a classic because you got the comedy element, you got fucking horror, and like who doesn't love just like a good fucking zombie movie, right? You put Zombieland in a room, on in a room full of like people with just a bunch of different tastes in movies, they're probably gonna enjoy it. Like it's fucking a great movie. Like you cannot go wrong with like 
I don't know, chilling on your couch with your significant other. Man, what should I watch tonight? And then your significant other is like Zombieland. Most of the time you're going to be like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a safe choice, you Hell know? Yeah. And it's just a really good movie, and it's one that I really like. Definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. Cannot wait to see the new one. Yeah, dude, that's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to that, too. Um, but yeah, Zombieland has, like, one of the better... I mean, not one of the better casted movies, because there's plenty of great casted movies, but um, the cast in Zombieland is just perfect together. Again, a movie that just runs heavily off of chemistry, and Woody Harrelson is fucking hilarious. I cannot get enough of him in that movie. Um, and Mark Zuckerberg, I can never remember his actual name, but, you know, he did Social Network, so that's what he's forever known as for me now. Honestly, um, the thing that bonded me so close to this film, um, I'm, like, a huge... I'm really into anything zombies. I'm, like, on that train, and I ride that train very hard. I love it. Um, but... The thing that really connected me to this movie when I saw it when I was younger was literally, and I shit you fucking, no, I'm not saying this to be funny, literally was the fact that he got pissed, he got snowballs, because I feel very passionately <laughs> about fucking snowballs, and how much they, they do suck. suck. In compare, like, not even just in comparison, they just suck. And so I just thought that was so fucking clever, and I related <laughs> fucking so Fucking snowballs. Like, no one, it, like... Any hostess tree snowballs. is better than fucking snowballs. <laughs> Not the taste, the consistency. <laughs> I hate coconut. Okay. Anyway, so great cast, pick. great pick, nice job. Definitely see it if you haven't, but I'm sure you have. All right, um, my number one pick would be Pulp Fiction. And mm-hmm. if you know me, which many of you don't, but you're getting <laughs> to know me, um... You know that this is probably my all-time favorite movie to, like, ever exist, probably. Um, I've seen it literally over a hundred times. I used to watch it once a month at least, and then we need to watch it. We twice sometimes. It we haven't, and that's a crime to me. Um, but I'm a huge Tarantino fan. I love every movie he's done. There's not a single bad one. I will fight anyone on that. Um... But Pulp Fiction, I think, is the culmination and, like, the definition of Tarantino. And if you can get into that, you can get into everything else that he's done. And that's another movie that, cast-wise, is just fucking perfect. You have the best group of characters working together. And their chemistry, again, is what makes that movie so good. And most of the movie is dialogue. And that's what I love about it. But that dialogue's so engaging, and the way that um, Tarantino shoots and how raw that film is, um, is just, like, spectacular. And I think that if you don't mind a lot of profanity, like, that's a movie you can show to just about anyone and probably get a positive reaction to. There's some stuff that's, like, definitely a little more subversive, but for the most part, it's all pretty accessible, I think. Um, even when it does, like, touch in those areas. Um, so I'm, like, I'm just a huge fan of it. I will never, ever get tired of it, and I would recommend it to any person that I ever came across, so that would be my number one pick. Sorry, guys, I got distracted. Fucking Bailey came on the TV, and if you've listened to our WrestleMania podcast, you know how I feel about her. She's not a fan. Not a fan. Anyway. Number two. I'm like, forgot my list already. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my number two pick in, like, one of my all-time favorite movies ever. Ooh, I'd argue ten things I hate about you two on my list. That's a that's... very good pick, though, if you did pick that. 
But you don't. Have to, that could be your honorable mention. We're gonna do an honorable mention. I think. Spoiler alert. Anyway, <laughs> my number two pick would be Juno. Mm-hmm. Fucking phenomenal film. Great humor. Anyone can get fucking by on that movie. Fucking feel good. Oh, I love that movie. I can't even tell you how much I fucking love <laughs> that movie. Such a good fucking movie. If you haven't seen Juno, you need to see Juno. Again, not for related. But if you put this on in a room full of people, you're going to get some chuckles, you get some laughs, you're going to get people that are engaged. It's a, it has a great soundtrack. Um, Best soundtrack. Moldy Peaches. Um, Michael Sarah and um, Ellen Page are like peak performances in both of these. Maybe. I mean, and I'm a big Michael Sarah fan, so like I like any movies on really, but I think this one is just like very much him at his best. Don't even... <laughs> Fucking, you know what? My honorable mention shelf would literally just be any fucking movie would fucking Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, I love. I'm like, I'm did you so... ever see this movie called like the Magic Cactus and like Fairy something rather? It's some like weird ass indie name, but it's about Michael Sarah wanting to do peyote, and his like whole goal is to do peyote, and so him and his friends travel. And they meet this, like, really, like, kind of new-agey, like, hippie girl. And there's, like, just a lot of... It's just a lot of, like, interpersonal relationships. It's an interesting movie. It's not great, but it's it's that good. That sounds good. But, yeah, Michael Sarah, man. Ooh, that brings me to another fucking movie that would... Okay, that's okay. I feel very passionate. Honorable mentions can be a couple of movies, but just think about it. I feel like, very passionately it. about a lot of films because I just love movies in general. <laughs> but I have three, three honorable mentions. All right, that's fine. Um, all right, my number two is Jersey Girl. Let me tell you how <laughs> I fucking shit my pants when you said that because it's fucking one hilarious so unexpected and so cute and it's also just so full circle because before i put that film on i had literally told zach are you sure you want to watch jersey girl he said yeah babe why it's, it's a, a it's a comedy he's like it's a lighthearted comedy um what's his face kevin okay. smith yeah, directed kevin it kevin <laughs> smith directed it like what's the worst i'm like have you seen jersey girl he's like yeah but like from what i remember it was like super lighthearted. like what are you talking about i'm like Oh, you're in for a fucking roller coaster because this movie is fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so first of all, maybe I was totally wrong and I was thinking the wrong movie because, like, after seeing it, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this before. So <laughs> that's the first thing. But here's what you need to know about this movie and why it made it to my list and why it absolutely deserves that spot, um, and why I think everybody should watch it. It's it elicited such an extreme emotional reaction from me Same. that, like, I can't even really begin to explain it. And, like, maybe it's just because of the point I'm in in my life, but... No, because I fucking felt that way when I was in, like, high school, middle yeah. school watching the movie. It's just, it's, like, deep. It's Yeah, it is. It's very deep. And and so, like, when when I watched it, like, first of all, I was very high, but that means that like my emotions were just ready to like be tapped into and um and we're going through this movie and 
like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but just, like, there are at least four or five times where I was just bawling. Like, I was just crying, like, tears flowing out of my face. And I have not had a reaction like that to a movie in such a long time. Like, I cannot think of a movie that elicited that many points of, like, legit tearing up and crying. Um, so that one, uh... That one really affected me. I think it's written so fucking well. I mean, like, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. I think that all of his movies are great, um, regardless of what anybody else says. Um, And this movie, though, has just, like, so much fucking heart and is so real and and just, like, beautiful. Like, it is just such a beautiful film. It does everything you wanted to do. It, like, it gets dark where it needs to get dark. It takes you there. It's not afraid to go there. But it fucking, like, finds a way back up and gives you, like, this happy ending you kind of want in, like, a, like, romantic comedy sort of movie. I don't know. It's, it's fucking good. Yeah, it's just, it's, like, it's really intense. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know that it, like, I'm sure it's pretty well received. Yeah, I'm sure it's pretty well received. I just don't know that it's necessarily gotten all the, the accolades that it maybe deserves. Um... Cause yeah, I just I just think it's a beautifully written and amazingly acted piece of, um, piece of movie making, and I I could not recommend this more to like literally anybody. I think anybody will get a lot out of it, and definitely watch it with like another person, whether it's a significant other, or best friend, or something. I think there's just like there's a lot to be had there when you're watching it with somebody, um, not just alone. But uh, but yeah. Definitely number two for me. <clears throat> My number three. Oh, and you knew. You you if if you know you know, man, but there was not a chance in hell I wasn't finna throw a Tim Burton movie in here because True. Yeah. Um Edward Scissorhands. That's mine. This movie is fucking again. Phenomenal. Again. Put it on in any fucking room. Anyone's going to fucking enjoy it. I was going to say Beetlejuice, but I don't... Because I feel like Edward Scissorhands is such an underdog to Beetlejuice every single yeah, time. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and I, I mean, I fucking love Beetlejuice. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a great film. But, like, Edward Scissorhands is unmatched. It's my second favorite Tim Burton film ever. Very close to my first, but I can't surpass my other one. So, that's where I'm at. Um... It, it gives you darkness. It gives you fucking the gift of Winona Ryder, which I, honestly is enough for me in any movie. Always. Um, it's just, it's great. It gives you, like, that whimsical feel. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's got, it's got a really good style, too. Like, I think, I think, like, there's a lot of um, Tim Burton movies that have definitely, like, had similar-ish style, but this one really stands out against them, I think, especially in terms of the colors and, like, the way the neighborhood is and stuff. It's just very, like, over-the-top suburbia, and I, I really like that. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I agree. I think that one's really good, and I, I do think that it's usually the underdog when put against... Um, Other Tim Burton films? Yeah, well, especially Beetlejuice. And the thing is, though, I don't have a lot a lot to say about my fave movies because I feel like they're just like speak for themselves they're just such good fucking staple movies I mean obviously I think so but you know yeah um so what am I on I'm on my number three um 
We got Pulp Fiction, we got Jersey Girl, we got Alien. The original Alien, I think, is a must-see for anyone and everyone. Um, it is, like, the OG, like, sci-fi horror, like, I guess, like, quote-unquote, haunted house in space is, like, everybody, is what everybody likes to call it. Um, but I think, I think that that is must-see for anyone, um, whether you're into horror or not, whether you're into sci-fi or not, um, it is hard to, like, deny how well that movie is made, and, like, from a purely, um, creative standpoint and, like, mechanical standpoint, like, the sets and the, um the costumes and everything like everything is so incredible in that movie in terms of the effects and um and the models for like the the Nostromo and everything so like there's so much technical aspects to what make that movie so good so many technical aspects um but then like the acting and the the actual horror and the sci-fi aspect like everything about it is just like beautiful and masterfully done and I will take Alien over any movie in the Alien franchise, even Aliens. I will take it over most movies in general. I think that it is, like, again, just a masterclass. Masterclass? Masterclass. Um, listen, if I can say, and if I can agree with that, that's saying a lot because, um... Yep, it is. <laughs> uh, I'm not really big into sci-fi. And that's all. not something I'm... Hey, it's true, though. That's not something I'm proud of, because I really wish I liked sci-fi more, but in terms of things I'd rather be watching, sci-fi isn't, like, my top thing. You know what I mean? In terms of, like, sci-fi That's horror. That's fair. And it just it sucks. It's not, my, it's not my fave, but I totally understand why people fucking love it. But yeah, dude, I really enjoyed Alien. I was not bored. There's no way you could be bored during uh -oh. that movie. If you are, you don't have a pulse. <laughs> nah. Um, but I will say, the third one, man, I could not do We So we tried watching all of them. We tried doing a marathon. Or not a marathon, but we tried like watching them each night. And one and two, I think, you got through pretty easily. I think two is like kind of less interesting to you. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, of course. But, um, uh, excuse me. But the first one definitely grabbed you, the second one maybe less so, and then the third and fourth, like, I don't even like that much anyway either, so, like, I don't, I don't think that you're missing out by not wanting to finish it anyway, but, um, but yeah, one and two are, are iconic, but I would say one overall. Um, so what is your next one? My fourth, right? Yeah, fourth My yeah. fourth choice is Heather's. Hell yeah. And there's, like, so many other movies that could have taken this place for me. But I was like, no, I'm gonna fucking do Heathers. Because a lot of people have seen Heathers, but a lot of people haven't. And that's fucking weird. Because it's like, I could fucking put Mean Girls in the mix, but I'm gonna fucking do Mean Girls. I'm gonna do Heathers. Because Heathers, Heathers is, like, a better Mean Girls. Heathers <laughs> gives you fucking the drama, man. It gives you the fucking murder mystery. It gives you a little sprinkle of horror. And again, the fucking gift of Winona Ryder, bitch. Yep. If you did not expect me to have two movies with Winona Ryder, at the very least, like, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's just a staple, man. I can watch Heathers once a week every day for the rest of my life and never... Once a week. One day a week 
for the rest of my life and like never get fucking tired of it. It's iconic. Iconic. And it's so good. And I feel like I mean, yeah, like I'm not like stupid and like oh, I'm so cool. Like I know a lot of people have seen Heathers, but I feel like it doesn't get the hype. It's it deserves. Yeah. In it's, comparison to other films. Yeah, it's it's super quotable, like ridiculously witty, um, great like teenage rom com drama slasher <laughs> like i don't even know how to describe it but it's so good of its time and yeah. like the original yeah. mean girls and so for that i have to give it credit yeah for high sure high school sort of flick i love it for sure um yeah that's a great pick um all right my number four is drive there's no way that <laughs> there's there's no way that like again like this is learn what zach's favorite directors are um, so far we got Tarantino, Kevin Smith, and now we're going to throw Nicholas Winding Refn in there. Um, because I think he is an incredibly smart director with a beautiful vision. And I love, I love the way his films look. I love the soundtracks that they, um, usually contain. Um, and so anyway, that is the reason that Drive would be on my list. Now, I picked Drive over any of his other ones because it's the most accessible. Um, it's got the art flair that he n normally has in his other movies, um, but in a much more direct narrative and um, not so ambiguous, I would say, than some of his other movies. Um, and the acting, I think, is superb. Um, Ryan Gosling is the most beautiful man on this earth, mm -hmm. and, and in this movie... And if you didn't movie, think fucking Zach was going to add a fucking Ryan Gosling movie into this movie... You got it twisted. Twisted. Um, so, he's amazing in this, and I, his look is so cool as a stunt driver with his cool fucking scorpion jacket. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Um, and you've got, like, one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in a movie, and I would like to think that this movie kind of brought back the like 80s retro wave like synth wave type um music back to the forefront because now it's super popular um and i i do believe that a lot of that started with drive because it wasn't really that big at that point so um so yeah great acting great everything amazing story amazing ending like just there's nothing bad i can say about that movie and while it's definitely heavier and definitely not for everyone um or all age groups or you know anything like that it's definitely one that i think people need to see if it's the only ref and film they're gonna see it needs to be drive you know um but definitely on my on my pick so number five. My number five, I was like, I have to throw in an OG horror movie. Um, and that is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from what, was it 1974? Uh, I think you're right, yeah. I think so. Um, don't quote us, don't fact check us. I said us. this because... <laughs> There's people that don't like horror movies, obviously, like, duh, like, they're not going to sit there and watch it. But the majority of people, if they were gathering around and they were like, yo, like, let's watch a horror movie tonight. Like, just give us a horror movie we don't have to think a lot about that's actually good, that's not corny, 
that's gonna take it there. That's just fucking, like, just a fucking good, solid fucking horror movie. If anyone was like, hey, I don't really watch horror, but, like, I really just want, like, a good staple horror movie, what should I watch? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would agree. The original. I would agree. Like, it is phenomenal. It changed my life. (laughs) I... I was very close between this and the Evil Dead remake because I also think the Evil Dead remake is like a flawless, easy like horror movie. But Texas Chainsaw, I it's I, definitely more accessible. A hundred percent Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, um, definitely one of my favorites of all time, forever and always. Um, uh, excuse me. Um, iconic characters, um, great story, and I think like the big thing is that you hear stories and you might think that it's like the goriest movie but there's literally almost no gore so um so yeah i think it makes it really easy to recommend to anyone that maybe isn't keen on horror without with like knowing that you're not going to make them want to like turn it off or walk out you know um so i i totally agree i think that's a great pick all right number five you have not seen yet and that's kind of a crime because it would be one of my top recommended. This movie is definitely not accessible to many people, but I would be remiss if I was to not recommend it to people. And that is Peter Jackson's movie, Dead Alive. And it is, in my opinion, one of the greatest zombie movies ever made. It is one of the goriest movies I've ever seen in my life still. And I've seen a lot. And I think it is witty as fuck. It is just super entertaining. Um, Great characters. It's very slapstick, but without being, like, kind of dumb slapstick. Like, it's dumb in some ways, but it's very, like, it's, I don't know, it's all super intentional. And I just, I love everything about that movie. Um, And the final scene where the big fight happens is like, like that whole like last 20 minutes is just like fucking incredible. But there's so many good parts throughout this movie. I cannot recommend it enough. It is super gory, but it's all very goofy and over the top. So I think it's the type of gore where it's like, if you were sitting down with like a group of friends and you were like having drinks and you're like, Oh, let's watch some like crazy, like slasher or horror film. Um, this is like one of those perfect movies because it's so over the top. Like all the gore is just extreme and over the top, but in like a goofy way. So I feel like you don't take it too seriously. And as much as it is a gross out movie, it's like, it's not serious. So I don't feel like you leave feeling like depressed, you know, as you would with some of the other like darker, gorier like horror films. So I think Dead Alive is a must. Definitely not for everyone, but... If you want to seek it out and see it, it's something that I would recommend to everybody willing to see a good gory zombie movie with a lot of goofy-ass humor. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I have three honorable mentions, and I swear I'm not lying when I say this. Drive was my honorable mention. Hell yeah. Because that movie just holds a special place in my heart, but it's just fucking phenomenal. It is. Um, Drive, 10 Things I Hate About You. Great. And Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. 
Dude, that was going to be on mine. <laughs> um, just because if you have not seen Scott Pilgrim, again, Michael Sarah, fuck. Yeah. Um, if you have not seen Scott Pilgrim versus... Versus the world. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a hiccup. Like, you got to. It's... It's... Yeah, that that one's on my list too. And honestly, it could have taken the place of Dead Alive, but I really wanted to work Dead Alive in there. Um, and I wanted a pretty eclectic mix. Um, but I think Scott Pilgrim is like on the same level as Pulp Fiction in terms of how many times I've watched it. I've seen that movie hundreds of times, like easily. Um, I am, I, I fucking love that movie and it's been easily a year since I've seen it when we started watching it yesterday and it like, it all came back to me. I'm like, this movie is phenomenal. It's so good. So good. So yeah, I definitely agree. So Scott Pilgrim's definitely on my list. Um, hold on, let me finish kind of wrapping up what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. Um, 10 things I hate about you. Um, I feel like it's kind of a toss up, but. I'm, like, a sucker for, like, late 90s, early, like, 2000s, like, teenage movies. Like, I yeah, love American great. Pies. Like, I the know. The first American Pie. I, there's actually quite a few American Pies that I really enjoy. Have you watched them recently? Yeah, like, last uh, year. Okay. <laughs> just because I just enjoy it. They're just, like, or, like, Euro Trip or, like, Empire Records or, like... Empire Records is great. You know? Like, yeah. they're just fucking... Good. I just enjoy them and Heath Ledger. I love so. Oh yeah. Um and then what was the other one I said? Drive. Yeah, we touched on that. So yeah, those are my three honorable mentions. Sweet. Um yeah. So mine is definitely um what do you call it? Um Scott Pilgrim. Um American Werewolf in London is my second. <sighs> because like that movie is just an extremely important film to me. Like I am. I love werewolves. I love werewolf movies. And there's a lot of bad ones out there, but the ones that are good are fucking good. And American Werewolf is probably one of the most iconic and one of the best ones out there. Um, so that is one that I really do think everybody should see. It's a staple. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's one of those movies. You need to see it. Um, it's, it's exactly what you want from a werewolf movie, and it does a little bit more than, than any other ones do. Um, what would my third honorable mention be? Because, like, now I'm thinking of all these types of movies that I would, like, really want people to see, but, like, now I can't really fit it in. Um. The fucking exercise. No, that is a great one. But it might be either, like, I want another comedy. I'm probably thinking, like, Fast Times or something. Hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go with another comedy. And I think I'm going to do, uh... Okay. I'm going to have to split this up into two. I can't, I can't choose between these two because they're kind of different, but similar-ish. Um, either Better Off Dead, which is an iconic John Cusack um, movie, um, really goofy comedy, but just, it, it's so off the wall and has some of, like, the strangest, like, ways to get laughs that, like, I, I just really, really enjoy Better Off Dead. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, but in terms of a more grounded comedy, 
Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I think, is one of the best that is out there. Um, so many iconic scenes. Everybody, for the most part, has seen this movie. Um, but there's definitely people that haven't, and I think they need to. Um, but just one of those teen horror, or teen horror, um, teen comedies that just nails its era and has some superb acting that just really helps, like, performances and, um, or, uh, helps the chemistry and everything, and I just, I love what that movie offers, and it is always a feel-good movie for me. I, I love that one, too. Um, so... Better Off Dead or Fast Times would be my number three pick. And that's that's really kind of shoveling aside a lot of other picks that I want to put in there, but I just I felt like I needed to, to fit one of those good 80s uh, comedies in there. That so, was good. Um, that was a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. So um, thanks again to uh, Saturday Night Rewind for um, posing that question to your um I guess, cast members, <laughs> um, so that we could kind of rip it off and do it here at home with ourselves. Um, but if you guys have your top five recommendations, and I'm talking like, again, like this is what you would put on your movie store shelf. Everybody that comes through needs to see these movies. If you've got those, um, shout them out on Twitter for us. Um, I would love to see what people's recommendations would be um i want to see some surprises and interesting takes so um i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this it's a shorter one for you guys this time um but until our next episode which i have no idea when it'll be or what it'll be about um until then we will see you later and yeah